Folks, what is happening? Welcome back to another episode of Happy Podcast. My name is Darren Gibbs and welcome. Probably the last few podcasts by myself have only been focal, so I've uploaded to Spotify, iTunes, wherever. But thanks to James Smith, I got an idea to actually record it as well and edit it and post it on my YouTube channel. Because I think it's good just to be looking at someone's eyes when they're speaking. You kind of, obviously when you're listening to the focal part of it, or the audio, I should say, hear me focal. You get obviously you can hear my tonality, but when I'm speaking about it, you can kind of grasp my emotions, I suppose, from my eyesight. Maybe I'm talking on my ass, I'm not sure. So, for the foreseeable future, folks, I will be talking on YouTube. You can listen on Spotify, wherever. I'm going to be posting on multiple platforms now. As always, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever platform you choose to listen to my podcast on, I'll be so appreciative if you took a screenshot and posted on your Instagram story, shared it, just let other people know about it. The more people who can hear the podcast will get benefits from it as well. Because I know when my podcast, especially my own, when it's just myself talking, I speak about very unusual topics that people don't jump into. People refuse to talk, maybe not refuse to talk about, but are uncomfortable talking about. And I think with uncomfort, in terms of your mindset, talking, that's where growth comes. And it's important to be talking about things that people don't talk about because you don't want to be feeling confused with everything going on. So say, for example, self-talk or what we're talking about today on today's podcast, which is bullying. Um, and people may or may not have been bullied, but I know for a fact people do get hate, you know, from the family members trying to protect them due to their own insecurities, their friends trying to protect them, or just people just being assholes on social media or in person, out in the pub, wherever. And th- this podcast is going to be relatable to so many people. And I haven't spoken about bullying in such a long time. And anyone who's kind of followed me on social media the last two years, I suppose, would be somewhat aware of, I mentioned it here and there, and I think about a year and a bit ago, I actually done a live video explaining it in detail. And I said, I'll come on and do a podcast to explain in detail. I'm a year on, I'm more mature. My communication skills are way better. Um, I'm not talking as fast and I'm slowing down. So you might be able to actually understand what I'm saying for once. But bullying for me was a really weird thing. It was something that happened to me when I was very young up until maybe I was 12. And I'd consider myself very charismatic now and very confident. But when I was a, when I was a young, young boy, I hated life. Like, didn't understand anxiety, depression, any of that when you're a child. And obviously growing up, when you experience, you're like, fuck. I was like that for years growing up. And it wasn't very healthy for me. But all of that bullying has shaped me into the person I am today. I'm very, very grateful for all of it that has happened to me. I wouldn't take any of it back. I don't want like an apology or anything like that. Because obviously, you know, people make mistakes. I've made mistakes growing up. It's fine. I put it to bed now. But with my... Only until, like, you always hear me tackle your problems. You know, don't be building up your emotions. Speak them out. If something is bothering you, say it. But for me, with bullying... I just kind of left it aside for years and it affected me in such a negative way. 
Now, obviously, I was young. I didn't understand. I didn't work on mindset until about two years ago. And when I started doing that, I realized, right, that's something I'm going to have to fix or discover what the root of the problem is and tackle it head on and accept it. I think that was an important part. I like if something was being discussed in relation to it, I get very shy, insecure, even get red in the face sometimes because I was ashamed of how it made me feel. It made me feel weak. But now being able to talk about it, I feel very powerful talking about it. And I know I can help people talking about it as well. Especially in my last line of work. But I still do it, but just very seldom. In my first ever business, Dad Gives Coaching, where I coach sports for kids. And my great, greatest asset as a coach wasn't actually my coaching ability. I was really good at coaching. But my greatest asset or my greatest skill as a coach was getting the best out of kids. Like so many coaches nowadays just shout at kids and it drives me up the fucking wall. Or like it's just old-fashioned, shout, 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 shout. There's no constructive criticism. There's no encouragement. And what I found, like I've been coaching since 16 and 25 now. And I've been coaching nine years. And the one common denominator I found is kids need just a little push, just a little encouragement saying, well done. You know, and if they do make a mistake, don't give out to them. Break it down step by step how to fix the, the say they can't, say they're, they keep kicking with their toe with a pass, for example, talking about small kids. You don't give out to them or something. Like you try and break it down to them and explain to them. Now, when you do do it properly, congratulate them, high five them. Yes, you've done an amazing thing. You know, just be very energetic and enthusiastic with them and then their whole life just goes there's some kids need encouragement i think that's why so many like you don't want to spoil a kid don't get me wrong you don't want to spoil a kid but it is important to encourage them as a parent as a coach as a teacher whatever don't be talking down to kids you're going to belittle them and that was one thing that happened to me as well coaches teachers stuff for that didn't think the bullying was that big of a deal and then I just went into a shell and became a very insecure young man. And that's what I'm trying to say is why I'm grateful for all that is I can see a kid when he or she is really shy and insecure and they just need a little encouragement. Or if they're going through something bad, all right, I can, I can deal with it in a different manner to, towards another kid, for example. If one kid's really hyperactive, right, there might be a reason for that. Or if one kid's being aggressive towards another kid. That's not necessarily saying he's a bad kid. That is an indication that his parents are a-holes may not all the time but i found from the kids who bullied me their parents were bullying them it is not like i'm not an expert on it in terms of studies whatever that but that's just from my experience that when i see another kid being aggressive towards another kid or when the kids were being aggressive towards me their parents were somewhat aggressive towards them or their siblings or whoever it was like them projecting their pain onto me or onto you or whoever but me being bullying for X amount of years, I don't know, what, seven or eight years growing up, that made me a fantastic coach as a result because I was able to be so empathetic for kids and help them out as much as possible. And with my H Fitness business, which is now an online coaching business for women, busy, mo- busy professional moms, women, help them lose weight, get healthier and happier about themselves. And one of my best coaching skills is dealing with people, being empathetic with people. Actually, right, if they're in pain, actually be able to feel their pain and try and help them 
fix that pain or achieve their goals and be happy for them. Same with the, the happy program. My clients within the happy program. My best attribute as a coach is getting the best out of people. And that's because from bullying, believe it or not, because for such a long time, I needed an arm around me. Somebody telling me everything's going to be okay. Now, look, my parents were like that. Don't get me wrong. But I think obviously you need an, an outside source at times to help you. And from all those years of being bullying, that has shaped my business. Like for me, my dad's coaching business was built on, obviously not many people are doing soccer and stuff for that as a business. I know I just set up as a part-time business because I needed money originally. But looking back and the reason why it done so well was because I wanted the best from the kids because I didn't have it growing up. And it's a weird thing even talking about that. But the, my main reason why, doing the podcast on your why as well next week, was I wanted the best of the kids. So basically, trying to fast forward then, when my bullying stopped, because I hit puberty and got bigger than everybody. And basically, I started standing up for myself, basically. That's how it literally stopped. Just like that, boom. Out of nowhere, it just stopped. And from so many years, from not being loved by my peers, it resulted in a really low, insecure teenager and somebody who didn't actually love himself. Again, that should, should be taught to you. You should have it, but all that kind of thing is you learn from experience and yourself. But throughout my teenage years, up into college, like, don't get me wrong, I was obviously an energetic, happy dude and that kind of stuff, but I, was t- I ended up turning to a people pleaser as a result of that. And you could probably be somewhat, you can relate to that, you know, trying to put other people first. Very insecure. If somebody said, boo to you, you're like, oh, fuck, my feelings, whatever. Like, you know, I had to, I wanted to be on a pedestal so high for everybody, but that was just unrealistic. And the worst thing about it was I wasn't putting myself on a pedestal. I was putting myself on a high level. I wanted people to see me in high level. But that means, that's irrelevant. That means fuck all. I had to put myself there. And I only discovered that maybe about two or three, the two issues, two-ish years ago. And then the big thing for me about, like, I could go into stories about, I'm, I'll save one to the end. Um, but like, I want to make this somewhat relatable to yourself. And I don't want to just give a random stories, like what the fuck's going on. But I will give you kind of insight of when I was younger into the pain. But one thing that has bullying has taught me is, this will go for the rest of your life, is that the reason why that person is being an asshole to you, being a cunt, being a motherfucker, being a douche, whatever way you want to describe the individual who's being mean to you or individuals, that's not your problem. That's, sorry, it's not your, pro, it's not your fault why they are being haters or negative towards you. Trust me, I've gotten plenty of haters. I still have haters who post stuff on social media about me every so often. And that's not my fault. That's their insecurities. That's their limiting beliefs, negative thought patterns. They don't view themselves high enough that they have to put other people down to make, them, make themselves feel better. And that just goes all throughout your life. Like people are going to put you down because they don't like themselves. 
And I learned that from a very early age from being bullied. It's not my fault. It's their fault. And you have to remember that as well. If somebody's been a douche to you, unless you've been, you know, a mean person or whatever, or said something that was, they took out of context, which happens all the time. But if you're just being yourself and trying to be your best self and your happiest self and help others, and somebody's trying to put you down because they hate their lives, don't worry about it. You're going to get that. That's life. And that's one thing bullying has taught me. And I could talk about so freely. Like I go into so much detail. I remember when I'd done the video about last April, I think it was last May. I came up with a memory actually on Facebook. Shout out to Facebook for Facebook memories, by the way. And it came up as a memory for myself. And I remember like I recorded it before I'd done it because I was crying. Like, like I didn't actually deal with it properly. That was only a year ago. And I was kind of reliving moments like, fuck. And actually remind me, like I'm getting counseling in a moment. Actually remind me of that as well. When you're trying to really re- relive moments from your past, you get all the emotional, you get all the emotions that were there. At, that's what I'm trying to say. The emotions come back and you can feel them and you get really, you know, upset, sad, whatever. Like I remember before I actually done the video, I was crying for the video and then I was like, right, thank God I didn't record that live. So it would be really embarrassing. But I suppose could have, people could have delved into my pain, I suppose, as well, which would have been good. Um, but I needed a practice one because I wasn't overly confident talking on camera like I am now. Or I didn't talk as clear. Like I needed a practice run before I would speak to make sure my communication was coming across good and effective. But bullying, haters, people being assholes, whatever you want to call it, that is their insecurities. You have to get that right. And you may have low self-esteem, low confidence or whatever. And when somebody puts you down, it just ruins you. Trust me, I've been there. It's, it happens all the time. But when somebody's been negative towards you that's their fault and i became highly empathetic for people i'm such an empathetic person for my friends for my family for myself even but for my clients in particular i feel people's pain and i can kind of get an understanding of where they're coming from and what pain they're going through and why they're being a certain way and like if for say for example people post with me online or whatever just say stupid shit to me every so often before it used to piss me off. I was like, why are you being a douche? And then I was like, but then that was me just being a bit insecure myself. And, but now I look at it and it goes, fuck, there's something going on in their life. And I actually feel really sorry for him. Instead of like getting pissed off, I'm like, fuck, I actually feel sorry for him or her for saying this or doing that. And I'm like, whoa, you got some issues, guard or boy, whoever it is. And I think once you kind of get an understanding of that and just like, I always say I don't get fucked by people's opinions. It depends who it is. I don't put much weight in it. And James Smith actually says that a lot. That's where I kind of got that point from. Like, it's only like, you, you, you're you the one that puts the weight on it. If it's my friends, my close friends, yeah, I'll take their opinion or from the mentors or whoever. Yes, I will take their opinion and their criticism in a good way. But if somebody I don't like or somebody I don't know and they're being just being an asshole to me, I'm just like, yeah, can't be arsed. But I'm empathetic with him at the same time and think that's the reason why I can't be bothered dealing with him because I'm like, geez, their life is worse than mine. They're going through bad things. It's not my issue. And before I finish up, guys, 
again, make sure you take a screenshot and post it on Instagram for me and tag me in it, please. But before I finish up, I said, I'll just do a story. So like, I don't want to be jumping in and explaining. I didn't want to explain too much about, oh, it's going through this pain, this pain, whatever. Well, I'll give one story, basically. I was from the land of Uncommon, Ross Common, for anyone who's not aware. I used to live there so I can slag the county. I was born there, like, I, that's where I'm literally from. And I remember one day, I was outside my house, sorry, my house in the state. And don't know how I got in a bin, but I got in a bin anyway. Obviously, they think they must have just pushed me into the bin. There was obviously bins lying down the, the fucking, the lid, whatever you want to call it. You know, like Mr. Bin Man bins. I ended up going inside it. And I don't know how I don't get claustrophobic these days because of it. Because I remember I was in there and there's no fucking stuff in it, thank God. But the smell was horrendous. But they closed it. And obviously, I was in a really tight compartment. And obviously, I was a bit freaking out. And I couldn't get out. And I don't know, I don't know how many kids say, let's just take four, for example. I just remember like them laughing. And then, you know, you're a small kid. Like, it's only maybe six, five, four, five, six around that. And I remember just being in there. And I remember they're just laughing at me, kicking the bin and all that kind of stuff. I was like, freaking out. Like, I was like, and I remember that just kind of stood me like when someone kind of, I know even to this day, if somebody finds, like, says, geez, you're nine or whatever, like, you know, like it kind of brings back bad memories. And it kind of like, you know, it's kind of, I suppose it's a traumatic experience. And you're like, oh, that's the trigger why I felt that way. And I'm feeling down or whatever cause of it. No, I could talk about it perfectly now. It's fine. Um, but just remember being in that moment. And then obviously, mother, I think, my, yeah, mother came out. And then obviously I went in, but I remember just crying. And it's just like, just felt so low. And this happened all the time. Like, th- like this was a daily occurrence. Go to school, get off the bus, group of lads, just jump me, beat the shit out of me, nonstop. All the time we're in school, just slagging me over my beautiful ginger hair and whatever. And I used to get so upset over, so upset over. I remember when I was younger, I dyed my hair blonde, or blonde highlights. Now I looked like an idiot. Um, but it's because I didn't like my hair. And now I love it. And I love everything about my hair. I love everything about me. And you need to love everything about yourself as well. Because other people don't like things about you. Does not mean it's real. Les, I was actually reading a book this morning. Les Brown, it's an amazing quote, is, sorry, a teacher said this to him. I wish I had a teacher like this that have been assholes. No, sorry, not all of them. But primary school, not good teachers for the bullying, in my opinion. Secondary school didn't happen. But anyway, someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. All right, so someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Just because somebody thinks of you a certain way does not mean it has to become your reality. You be you, enjoy you, be happy with everything you got, and embrace everything about yourself. And obviously, continually work on improving yourself. But folks, that is me over and out. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast on my bullying experience. As always, folks, let me know what you thought of it. Take a screenshot, post on social media, let me know. And even download it, save it to your phone. This is the Happy Podcast, folks. I'm the Happy Coach. My name is Darren Gibbs. Over and out.